I just want to speak today as, as we open the year and make some and make some lay some foundation to things. Amen. Amen. I, I started to speak to you on the 31st um, and I said to you that this year is a year that becomes to be serious with God. And, and it is a year where you must take your words very seriously and I will build up on that. Job 22 verse 21 to 30 is where I spoke from and I want to go back to that text because I will use it as well this morning. And, 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 and I will establish a few things there. Just as a recap, I will not go into all the details, but just as a recap from Job 22, verse 21 to 30, uh, if you there shout, Amen. I want you to read it from your own Bible. It says in verse 21, Submit to God and be at peace with Him. In this way, prosperity will come to you. Accept instruction from His mouth and lay up His words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. If you remove wickedness far from your tent and assign your nuggets to the dust, your gold of Ophir to the rocks in the ravines, then the Almighty will be your gold and the choicest silver for you. Surely, then you will find delight in the Almighty and will lift up your face to God. You will pray to Him and He will hear you. You will fulfill your vows. What you decide on will be done and light will shine on your ways. When people are brought low and you say, lift them up, then He will save the downcast. He will deliver even one who is not innocent, who will be delivered through the cleanness of your hands. From, from the King James Version, the verse 28 says, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Thou shalt also decree a thing. Everybody say also. Also. Thou shalt also decree a thing. You see, Job, Job in, in, was being spoken to by Elmas, and in, in, in this portion, Elmas says to him, You shall also decree a thing. So I spoke, I spoke on, on the on the on, on, on the 31st of December and I said there are particular things that you need to do and there are six things that you need to do and the seventh you will do also everybody say also also, also. <clears throat> num number one is submit to God or acquaint yourself with God be conformed to his will number two is be at peace with God Number three is accept instruction from God or get to know His Word. Number four is return to the Almighty. Number five is remove wickedness from your tent. Number six is regard God more than your possessions, more than your silver and your gold. And, and, and God will respond to you. But there is a seventh thing also that you need to do. And this is what I want you to understand as you go throughout this year. That it is a year for the children of God to rise up in declaration. Amen. Amen. 
you need to rise up in making decrees. A declaration is a proclamation. <laughs> I haven't simplified it for you. A declaration is that you will speak something that you want to see. A decree is to issue an instruction that must happen. Kings rule by decree. So for example, if, if, if the king of the Netherlands, what is his name? Willem Alexander. Were to declare that I should become the president, I could become the president tomorrow. Just by his declaration. If you were to declare that I do not like Mark Rutte to continue having a parliament, he can declare and it will be stopped. Yes or no? Before Mark Rutte can form his government, he has to go and tell the king, now we have done the elections, now we are going to form a government. In fact, it starts off by saying, now we are going to start having the electoral process to form a government. He summons the king on all those things. And then the king declares or decrees that he can go ahead. And then everybody starts working. And he goes again to say, we finished the process of elections. Now we have a set of people that have been elected to be subjects of the community of the land. Can you now make another decree that we can form a government? And once we have formed a government, we can start to rule by your authority. And he gives a decree. And it goes on. Do you understand what I'm saying? I was talking to somebody one time who says, they had said I should be returned back to my country. But for some reason, I was chosen to go to, and, and be before the king. I don't know how he was chosen to go and be before the king. For him, it was also a, a surprise. And then the queen declared that this one should be granted the Dutch nationality, irregardless of his story. They didn't have to go back and start saying, prove this document and prove that document. The queen had declared, IND. The immigrated department did all they needed to do to grant him his papers. You understand what I'm saying? It was a decree. It went beyond all the rules and regulations. Fill in form number 52 before we can grant you. It was now just a formality. The other time I wanted, I was praying to God for a job. And, and then one, one person said, it's him that I want. And so he chose me. And, and later I went to ask him to say, why did you choose me? He says, I just liked your enthusiasm. You just looked enthusiastic about the job. I was not qualified as many of the other people that came into the interview. But the HR people had no more choice than to fulfill the declaration and the decree of the managing director. How I ended up speaking to the managing director, God engineered it. I went, let me tell you the testimony of how decrees and declarations work. So I get to this company. I have been told that I need to meet the general manager and the human resources manager. For some reason, at a factory, something happens. Both of them are leaving and go away. And so while I'm there and I'm saying, I need to see these people, the secretary says, they are not here. It says, but there is somebody else who's here, the managing director. Let me just ask if he may have time to talk to you. So irregardless of all the things, I just went in, sat down, had a cup of coffee with the managing director, and we talked. One hour talking. Afterwards, he just said, please go back to the reception. I'm sitting at the reception waiting to be told the next interview 
And the, the thing I hear is the managing director has declared that when you come back, they are going to speak to you about your job. Not about your interview anymore. So the general manager comes back one day and says, what did you say to the managing director that he now has just decreed that you are the one he wants? I've been having interviewed of many other qualified people, but all of them, he has said, I don't want to speak to them anymore. They were scheduled to be interviewed by him, but he has said, no, I don't want to talk to them anymore. I have spoken to this young man. I want this young man. It's a decree he has made. And so all the people had to start rallying to bring me in. So when I said, I'm living in a house, somebody needs to pay for it. They said, well, because we have been told to bring you in, what does it cost for us to get that house as well? So we bring you and your house and your wife to be here. We have been told you must come in. Are you with me, church? Amen. It's a decree he has made. And people and things begin to move to make it happen. And this year, you shall also, say also, also, decree a thing. You shall also decree a thing. And it shall be established unto you. The scripture says, and if you go to the NIV, it says you shall decide upon an issue. You what you decide on, it's important to recognize that you must decide on something. <coughs> what you decide on. What is the thing that you have decided to see this year? So as much as you will live your life and do those things, and I recommend you go and listen to the message again. Last night, a friend of mine calls me all the way from Zimbabwe, says, I just saw some notes that my wife had posted somewhere and says, can you tell me what you were talking about and preaching about? And, and, and so I spent 30 minutes talking to him about this message. And he says, it is such a timely message for the season. And, and, and so I know I have a witness in my heart. And, and I want to encourage you. Go back and understand those things that you need to do. But also... Make a declaration. Amen. Amen. You will also make a declaration. On top of making sure that you are at peace with God. You are submitting to God. You are walking and returning to the Lord. On top of removing wickedness and sin and evil habits out of your life. On top of putting God first and following God first. Making Him of value. You shall also speak. A declaration is something that is spoken. Amen. Amen. It is something that is said. It is verbalized. It is heard. For people to work and, and to, to rally and begin to put a contract for me, make sure I could move from that other job into this other job, the managing director had to make a declaration. Amen. Amen. He had to say it. And somebody had to? They had to? They had to hear it. It must be heard. Your declaration is not enough if it is not heard. It must be heard. And who must hear your declaration? God Almighty. God must hear your declaration. And men also. Amen. Amen. And I'll tell you that in a moment. So make a declaration. De decide on a thing. You have the power to make a decision. You have the power to make a decision. Don't, let, don't wait for somebody to decide for you. You yourself must decide. Amen. Amen. Say, I must decide. I must decide. 
Decide. What is it that you want to see? Where do you want to end up? Where do you want to? What do you want to achieve? Where do you want to go with your faith? Where do you want to go with your relationship in Jesus? Decide. Make a decision. You have the power to decide. Determine to do it. Miles Hilton Barber is a blind man who has flown an aeroplane from UK to Australia and is blind. He learned to fly while he was already blind. He had a dream as a young man and at 19 he became blind. So they threw him out of the army because they said you can't have a blind man flying army planes. But his dream lived on. And he realized his dream one day by flying from London all the way, all the way to Australia, blind. And you ask me, how can that be? He had a co-pilot, a crazy guy, who chose to be a co-pilot. And he says, he, shows us, he, showed, he showed us a picture one time where he was on the runway and a big jumbo jet was coming behind him. And people said, get out of the way, but you see, he can't see. So which is out of the way? And so his co-pilot was saying, I was shivering to say, now how am I going to instruct my pilot to get out of the way when he can't see which is out of the way? But they, they found a way to communicate. And a blind man flies. Why? Because he had made a decision. Amen. Amen. He had made a decision. He takes his crippled friend who is in a wheelchair and he says, we must do some, we must do some deep sea diving. I am blind, you have eyes, you will tell me what you see. I will be your, your hands. And can you imagine, you know, you can't walk and you don't have feet. And this guy says, I have feet that can kick. We go diving together. You are the eyes. They decided and they did it. And so this guy has been a challenge on the matter of decision. What are you going to decide on for the Lord? Amen. Amen. Jesus set his eyes to go to Jerusalem. Even when people were saying, don't go to Jerusalem. They will, and it says, yes, I know what waits for me in Jerusalem. Paul determined as well to say, I'm going to go to Rome. Even though they said, I, don't go to Rome, they will arrest you. He says, no, that's where God is calling me to be. It's power of decision. Amen. Amen. Ah, you must decide this year. Amen. And the decisions must be done now. This is the, the moment, this is the time for you to make serious decisions of where you want to land at the end of the year. Amen. Amen. Uh, I said you must decide. Amen. And when you have decided on a thing, you must declare it. You must declare it. And you are going to declare it in prayer. Declare it in prayer. You must pray this year. And call upon the name of the Lord. But your prayer is not going to be a begging prayer. I said your prayer is not going to be a begging prayer. It's going to be a prayer that speaks things into existence. It's going to be a prayer that declares things that must be. Be healed and they will be healed. Rise up and they will rise. Move and it will move. Pass and they will pass. Are you with me? Amen. Marry and they will marry. Amen. Have children and they will have children. Amen. It's a prayer of declaration. We will speak for things. 
I told you I will give you some scriptures that you need to, to hold on to this year. Number one scripture is that in, the, in your words there is, there is power. In the things you say there is power. So Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21. Proverbs 18 and verse 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those that love it shall eat the fruit of what is are they that what are they loving? <coughs> those that love life shall eat the fruit of what they will say. It's not just about confessing positive, it's about speaking the word of life into existence. Amen. Amen. God is waiting for the revelation of the sons of God. Or the earth groans and moans, Romans chapter 8, for the revelation of the sons of God. God is waiting to see who has faith amongst us. Jesus speaking to the disciples says, you see, when, when they were talking about, about, about faith issues, and Jesus says, the question really is, if the son of man, if I were to come back on earth, will I find faith on earth? Will I find faith among the children of God? Thus the centurion says to Jesus, don't come to my house, just speak a word and it will be so. My servant will be healed. You don't have to waste your time coming when you can just send a word. You don't have to waste your time crying when you can just say a declaration. Am I speaking to someone? Yes. It's a year to realize what it is that the Lord desires of you. This is why you must conform and acquaint yourself with God. Know His instruction. And when you know His instruction, begin to speak things that are not as though they are. Amen. Scripture number 2. Scripture number 2. And it's 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 13. We have the we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written. So it's not just making any kind of declaration, you must declare that which is written. Amen. Amen. According as it is written, I believed and therefore I have spoken. We also, come on, somebody say also. Also. Believe and therefore speak. A declaration must be spoken. A decree must be spoken. If the king were to make a decree and write it down and put it in a seal and just leaves it in his house, nobody will act upon the decree. But on the day he announces the decree, Everything will begin to work towards <coughs> the decree. Amen. Amen. And so you too must speak out and make declarations of the things that you have decided on. So that resources and helpers may begin to rally towards you. Amen. Amen. I was speaking to my young brother who has been struggling to get married. And I said to him, the moment you will decree a date for your marriage you will see the whole family will begin to work for that date to happen. But as long as you have no date, your girlfriend will start threatening you that if I'm not married by this time, I'm gone. <laughs> and he tried to judge, said, I don't want to hear justifications. Now I speak to you as a brother and a pastor. I need a date. 
and I will come back to you for a date. Yes. And he was quiet on the phone. And I said, yes, because 2019 is not a year to be telling us, ah, it will happen. I'm believing God. For what? For when? Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established. Yes. You need to make a serious declaration. A smart declaration. Yes. Amen. Specific. Measurable. Don't just say, ah, God will bless me. Bless you with what? God will be with me for what? Why should God be with you? Be specific. Be measurable about what it is. That, so that you can come back and say, this is my testimony. Hallelujah. Amen. I was blind, but now I see. The man said, I want to see. He was specific about what he wanted. I was blind, but now I see. I will not talk about being realistic because you need to just go with God. <laughs> Be real with God. And God says nothing is impossible. So when you talk about realistic, you need to understand that he says, with me, all things are possible. So your job is to have faith and to declare. God, this is a rock, but I want water out of this rock. Water, come out. Do you know God can do that? Do you know he has done it before? If he has done it before, he will do it also for you. Amen. But you need to make a declaration. So you must speak of things that are not as though they are. That's going to be scripture number, number three. But we also believe and therefore we speak. Scripture number three, Romans chapter four, verse 16 through to 17. Main focus is on 17, but for context... It's important to look at verse 16. And so verse 16 says, go to verse 16. Go to verse 16. It still starts with therefore, so you need to also read this, the verses before, but I don't have time for that. Therefore, it is of faith. It is of faith. That it might also be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. There is a promise that God has promised, and it is sure. But it is by faith and also by grace. Not only which is not, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Abraham was told, you are a father of many nations when he had no son. He was told something about him when there was nothing tangible to see. And he lives many years after he has been told that, that word <coughs> before a manifestation of what God had said. But he keeps walking in faith. And he believed God. And as he believed God, he needed to begin to do this. He says, before him who, whom he believed, even God, 
who quickened the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were. Now, what did God do? His name was Abraham. A-B-R-A-M. And God changes it to Abraham. So this is why we're seeing Abraham's blessings are mine, not Abraham's. So when you are naming your child, please go to the Abraham. Because there is a blessing. Those of you that want to give their child the name Abraham, go for Abraham rather than Abraham. Because Abraham speaks of the future. It speaks of things that were not yet there as though they are. So when my son came out, I looked at him and I said, this one shall be called Asher. With an A, not with a U. Asher. Asher speaks of blessings. There is a blessing of Asher. And, and so sometimes I look at him and I say, you are not yet Asher there, but one day you shall be Asher. Your feet shall walk in oil. You will be blessed amongst your peers. You will never lack. It's a name that I've put upon you. The other one came and I called him praise. And, and he's just a bundle of praise. You can't be bored when he's around. Why? Because I've spoken of things that are not as though they are. And this is what you need to do to your dream. Begin to speak it. Begin to declare it. Begin to speak to your calling. Speak to your ministry. Speak to the thing that God has asked you to do. Begin to declare things into it. Speak of things that are not as though they are. You must speak tomorrow as if it is today. Ah, uh, you didn't hear me. I said speak tomorrow as if it is today. You must declare your breakthrough. Not for tomorrow, but as if it is today. Thou shalt decree a thing. You see, when the king speaks a thing, he's, once he has spoken, it is done. The manifestation or the event comes later, but his role is to decree a thing. And you are a royal priesthood. Amen. You are a child of the Most High God. Amen. You are princes and princesses Amen. of the living God. You are seated in heavenly places with him. The devil is under your feet. You have royalty inside of you. Your words must begin to speak that royalty. Hallelujah. Your words must bring out declarations of things that must become as though they are. You must declare things. Declare your promotion. Don't say I will be promoted. Say I am. Oh. Did you hear what I said? I will be promoted from bachelor to husband. I will be promoted from the back to the front. From I don't know what it is. You put your own. What will you be promoted to? From, from what? Master to PhD. I speak of things that are not as though they Ah, watch this space. You see, it is declarations like this that make the difference. There will be peace in my home. And today there is no peace. Your husband has slapped you in the face, but you declare there will be peace in my home. 
the, the husband has bent the meat, but you declare, one day I will have a nice alakat meal. You declare things that are not as though they are. They didn't get saved today, but they will get saved. Yes. I spoke the word of Jesus, and that is enough. They are saved. They, are, they will be redeemed. They will be delivered. You speak and declare the word of God. This is a year not to joke around with your words. Some of us are, are full of jesting. Everything you say, ah, jokes. Ah, rabias. Not this year. This year is a year where your words must declare a thing. And the Bible says it will be established unto you. It will be done. And number the, 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 the fourth scripture, I'm on the fourth one, right? Is John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Verse 13 and 14. John 14, verse 13 and 14. And whatsoever you, will, you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. What are you supposed to do? Ask. Ask in the name of? Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So your declarations must be asked in the name of Jesus. And we must ask them from Jesus. Amen. <laughs> we must ask in the name of Jesus. Ask them from And he says, I will do it. If you are doing those six things I told you, and you also do this one, you also speak and declare. Your mouth must open and say something that you want to see. Amen. Said your mouth must open and say something that you want to see. And when you have declared it, you must begin to act upon it. I shall come back to acting upon it on another day. But you must act upon it. Amen. Amen. Must act upon it. So, for example, if you are if you have spoken that I will be promoted from a bachelor to husband, you must begin to act like a husband. Do you know why married men are attractive to attracted to unmarried women? Because they have been made. The wives have taken a lot of time to make and refine, perfect and refine them. And so they are attractive to the unmarried. Is that not so? We are attractive. <laughs> and this is why our wives are very careful with us. Because we are attractive. And so if you are a bachelor and you want to be attractive to the unmarried, you need to begin to behave and to act like somebody who you are. Am I speaking to someone? <laughs> I was at work one time and this, this man says, young man, you are going to go far. And I said, thank you very much uh, for that one. And then he turned around and said, you must begin to dress like somebody who's at the top. I was in my nice jeans. I came home and I said to my wife, please change all my jeans. <laughs> She's the fashion one in the house. And she changed my jeans, the ones I wear going to work. Why? Because this man said, young man, you've got a lot of potential, you go far. But you must begin to dress the part where you must be. 
I had not noticed because I usually just thought my jeans are the same as my manager's jeans. But when he said this, I started looking at his jeans. He said to my wife, we need to go change. <laughs> the jeans of PhD students are not the jeans for... <laughs> Hear what I'm saying, people? <laughs> Another time I was I was doing my, my thing in the in the house, and the senior pastor came to me and said, Young man, you're doing very well. But in order to make these people know that there is power in you, lay hands on all of them. I said, But Pastor, he said, Yes, I'm telling you what gets you to the top. I am a bishop. If you're going to be bishop one day, you need to learn how to lay hands on people. To touch their dirty heads. <laughs> Say, lay hands on them. You understand what I'm saying? So, so I, I, I learned to. Some of them feel like slapping. <laughs> Why? Because I need to begin to act the part. You're believing God for a big church and a big ministry, but you preach like you're preaching to two people all the time. Begin to preach to thousands, even though there are no thousands. Amen. So sometimes you don't know why I'm so passionate about what I'm preaching to you guys. I am preaching to a thousand. Of thousands. Oh, yeah. And you are just seeing the hundreds here. I'm seeing thousands yeah. elsewhere. Why? Because I am speaking of things that are not as though they are. But this year must be a different year. Rise up to your feet. Pray the worship team, I need you at the front. Rise up to your feet. I need you to make a declaration of something. I, I don't know what it is that you, that you are desiring, but I need you to make a declaration of something right now in the name of Jesus. And, and declare the thing that you, are, that you have desired in your heart. Declare the thing. Jesus awaits to hear our declaration. In the first starting point, I want to just make so that we don't live on assumption of your salvation. If there is anybody who has not given their life to Jesus, this is the first declaration and the first decree that you must make. To be born again. To give your life to Jesus. To make a commitment in your heart to follow Jesus. That's what being born again means. To repent and ask the Lord to have mercy and grace over you and to make you his child. And it starts off by making a declaration and a prayer in your heart that says, Lord, have mercy. Lord, forgive me. Lord, receive me. And Jesus says, any who comes to me with a broken heart, with a heart that cries out to me, I will receive. I will answer. I will answer. If you are here today and have never made this commitment to Jesus, I want us to close our eyes right now. I want you to raise your hand. If you want to make a commitment to say, Jesus, be Lord of my life. Be Lord of my life. I give my life to you. I want to be born again. I want to be your child. I want to give you this opportunity. Because that's where it all starts. To walk in faith with God. It starts with giving your life to Jesus. 
not by what you have done, but because of what He has done for us on the cross. If you are raising your hand, raise it so that I can see it. Before I pray. Father, we thank you. I take that we have given our lives to Jesus. I see a half-raised hand. I'm not so sure if it is raised or not raised. But, but Father, I thank you for every heart that is here. I pray that God, our first and foremost decision, will always be to decide for you. And thank you for what you've done for us on the cross. May we walk and live in your way, according to your grace, according to your power. Forgive any, O oh Lord, that have strayed away from you. And I pray that God, that our hearts will always be connected with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so I just want you to make a prayer. Just make a declaration in your own words. <laughs> Declare something that you want to see happen. Declare something. Just, just open your mouth and make a declaration. Don't mind the person who is next to you. If they're too close to you, move out into a space and make your own declaration. And, and let God know what you desire. Let, let your prayer be heard to God. If it is a prayer about your, about your marriage, about your home, about your children, about your ministry, the call of God over your life. If it is a prayer about your study, about your job, whatever it is that you desire from God, thou shalt decree a thing. Declare into this year that God this year will not pass without this thing happening. I pray, oh God, for a breakthrough. I speak that breakthrough in the name of Jesus. I declare a breakthrough, a breakthrough, a breakthrough, a breakthrough, a breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Declare, declare. Declare, declare for your children if, they, if it is they that you have a burden for. For your family if it is they that you have a burden for. For your neighborhood, for, your, for whoever, declare. Make a declaration. Make a declaration about your health. Make a declaration if it is about your health. Declare, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm strong. I'm healed. I'm strong. In the name of Jesus, make that declaration for your finances. Make a declaration for your finances, for the provisions that you need, for that project, for that assignment. Whatever it is, oh God, I declare and I decree this day in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, my Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I make a declaration of God and I declare, my God, that you will answer prayer that's being prayed right now. You will answer every heart cry that rises to you right now. Jehovah, you will do it. You will perform miracles this year. Perform them, Lord, to the glory and to the honor of your name. Perform miracles, O oh Lord. Perform miracles, O oh Lord. Perform miracles.
miracles, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let your people come with it and with testimonies beyond the ordinary. In the name of Jesus, I declare, my God, mighty things, powerful things to happen in every life of your people. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.